welcome to Story Nuri and now let's begin with the magic faraway tree chapter 25 everything comes right after a good rest the six woodpeckers started to work again at the hole they had made when their strong beaks drumming away on the wood everyone watched to see the hole getting bigger and bigger then a voice floated up singing a mournful song two kettles for silky two saucepans for me two dishes for moonface we sad as can be that's the old saucepan man said joe in delight did you hear his silling song that's to tell tell us that they're all there move aside a bit woodpeckers and let me call to them the woodpeckers made room for joe by the hole he stuck his head through it and yelled loudly silky moonface saucepan we are going to rescue you we'll put you we'll put you through a hole we've made at the back of the angry pixie's room there was a squeal of delight from silky a shout from moonface and a clatter of pans from saucepan we're coming we're coming yelled moonface we've got a rope to come by we shan't be long is the hole big enough to squeeze through not yet shouted back joe but the woodpeckers are just going back to work again and they soon make it bigger when the woodpeckers strong beaks and the hole grew larger and larger at last it was really big enough for anyone to get through joe leaned through it his torch shining into the slippery slip he saw a light gleaming a little way down and noticed a and noticed a rope shaking nearby as if someone was holding to it they're coming up he cried to the others they got a light of some sort oh it's a candle i can see moonface now he's at first and he's helping silky up the old saucepan man is behind they'll soon be there angry pixie put a kettle to boil some water i expect they will want to eat something i've I've got pop cakes and google buns said the angry pixie looking into a tin they like those moonface at last hauled himself right to the hole his face looked round and white and rather worried but he gave joe a grin as usual help silky through first he said joe and rick pulled silky through the hole she looked pale too and how glad she was to see all her friends she flung her arms around beth and fanny and they all cried tears of joy to one another then moonface squeezed through the hole at last and last of all the old saucepan man though he has taken off a few pans so he could get through we never never thought we'd be able to be rescued said moonface We'd quite given up hope. We kept knocking and banging, hoping someone would hear us. 
Yes, we did hear you, said Joe. That's what made us think that you might be trapped in the slippery slip. Moonface, how did you get there? What happened? Wait a minute. Let them have something to eat and drink first, said what's his name. They must be terribly hungry, not having had anything to eat or drink so, for so long. Oh, we had plenty, said Moonface. We didn't starve, starve, but I'll tell you about it. Everyone settled down to listen, listen to his story. You see, one morning this week, Silky Saucepan and I were sitting up in my house talking, began Moonface, and suddenly we saw two people from the land of tempers looking at us. Yes, Sir Stampalot and Lady Yellowdown, said Joe. We know them. Well, they looked fiercely at us, said Moonface. And they told us that they wanted to leave the land of tempers because the headman was angry with very, very angry with them for something. I think they have broken his windows in temper. Well, they had escaped and they meant to live in the faraway tree. They had found out by accident, accident that their land was over. Did you see? And they wanted your house, cried Rick. Yes, said Moonface. And they've been down the tree. And since Silky's house was empty, because Silky was off here with me and had taken that for themselves. At least Lady Yellowround meant to have it for herself, and Stampalot meant to have mine. And they said that they stopped at the trapdoor at the bottom, said Silky, and they meant to push us down the slippery slip and stop the whole stop up the hole in Moonface's room who would be prisoners in the slide. So you can guess how frightened we were, said Moonface. Old Saucepan heard it because this, because Stampalot shouted so loudly and the clever old thing began to stuff his kettles with, and saucepans with food from my larder. And some candles too and matches and a rope. I couldn't think what he was doing. So, of course, when we were pushed down the slippery slip, we had plenty of food, said Silky, putting her arm around Saucepan and hugging him. All because Saucepan was so clever. He managed to tie the rope to something so that we had that to climb up and down if we wanted to, said Moonface. And we found a little sort of cubby hole halfway down where we could sit and eat and drink. We lit a candle and then Silky thought of knocking and banging somewhere near the angry pixie's house, just in case you might hear it. Oh, we were so worried about you. We just simply don't know what to do. I'm so glad we thought of the woodpecker, so you're really not hungry and thirsty after all. Well, not very, said Moonface, but some of the cake we bought got rather stale. Woodpeckers, would you like it? It was a treat for the woodpeckers and they packed up the stale cake before they flew off. They had been very pleased to help. And now, what are we going to do about turning Sir Stampalot and Lady Yellowround out of our houses? said Silky. We can't live with the angry pixie. His house is too small. Just that... She said that there was a sound of yelling somewhere up the tree. Everyone listened. 
There's yell around, I'm sure, said Silky. Let's go and see what's happening. Well, there was a quite lot happening. About eight people from the land of tempers and the headman leading them had come down to capture, search, stamp a lot and yell around. The headman remembered what Fanny had said and came back to find the two escaped people. They had easily found stamp a lot for he was asleep in Moonface's house, which was not far below from the ladder leading up to the land of tempers. But Yellowround was not to be easily captured. She had seen the headman climbing down the tree and had tried to escape. She had fallen, hung by one foot from a branch, yelling and squealing because she was afraid of falling. And the headman picked her by the foot and dragged her up the tree like that. Everyone watched in silence. Yellowround was squealing loudly in terrible rage, but nobody took any notice. I won't go back to the land of tempers. No, 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 she yelled. I won't, I won't. But she had to up the ladder. She was carried upside down, and Sir Stampalot was pushed up too. Serves him right, said Moonface, taking our houses from us and trapping us in the slippery slip like that. They all went up. Moonface was sad to see his house so untidy, untidy and so many things broken. Everyone helped him put it right. And then they looked up at the stuffed up slippery slip. The spell put it on will be gone now. Since the two horrible people have gone out, we can pull everything out. So it wasn't long before the hole was free of all the things stuffed up. Moonface took out his cushions and grinned at the children. Well, everything is right again, he said. I'm so happy. It's lovely to have good friends like you. We'd better go home now. We've been away for a long time. We can't slide down the slippery slip because it's all stuffed up at the bottom, said Fanny. Well, I'll send a message to the red squirrel to clear it, said Moonface. He whistled, whistled to a sparrow sitting on a nearby branch. Hey, little brown bird! Fly down to the red squirrel and tell him to open the trap door at the bottom of the tree and clear the slide there, will you? Tell him to do it at once. The sparrow flew off. Moonface handed down a tin of toffee shops. Everyone took one. Just time to have whilst the squirrel is clearing out the mess. Hark! I hear the land of tempers moving off. Soon enough, there was the land, the noise of the land moving away. The curious crackling and groaning noise that the strange land lands always made when they went. What land will come next, I wonder? I know what it will be, said what's his name. I heard the head man of the land of tempers say that the land of presents was due tomorrow. Woo! Said Moonface, his eyes shining. We must all go there. That's a marvelous land. We can do all of thing, all thing, all sorts of things and get as many presents as I like. Just as it was our birthday. Come tomorrow, will you? We'll all go. I can get some new carpets and things. Stampolot has spoiled so many of my belongings. We'll come, 
said Joe as he slid down the slippery slip on a yellow cushion. We'll all come, rather. And that is the end of chapter 25. We will be doing chapter 26 in the next episode. For now, from me, Noor. Goodbye.